Yes, guys, we're back with a new podcast, and this is season three, episode ten of Back the Back Nine Pod. Yes, um, we actually don't, I think, have any golf to fill you in with because we've not played. However, the new batons have arrived for Alex, oh, haven't they, mate? I tell you what, go on Bat Nine Films new video on there with my new batons. I've actually hit them today for the first time. Oh really? I've only hit. It's quite funny, really. I started doing a tips video on like short game. Picks up my fifty-eight. Obviously, taking the wrapper off that one. Yeah. Oh no, it's the fifty as well. No wrapper. A wrapper on it. So I'm like unwrapping it on the video. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I think this is uh, this is probably the first time in a very long time I've got a set of irons where they are bob on for me. Yeah. What I mean is like I had the Ricky Fowlers two years ago, which were far too bladey for me. But look, good on video. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got the Forge Tech, which I'm going to say right now. I'm not saying the chunky and I'm too good for them. I just but prefer... they're chunky and you're too good for them. No, no well, yeah, <laughs> have that. Um, no, um, what I mean is like I prefer to look down on something more like in between them and a blade. Yeah. So now I've got blades in pitching wedge nine nine eight and well an MB they call it. Yeah. Then I've gone CB in my seven, eight seven and six. Right. Okay. And then I've gone King Tor. In my five and my four. So there's like three. Three different three ones, different yeah. Three, well, four oh, wow. if you can count my three iron as well, because yeah. then I've got Forge Tech three iron. Three iron, yeah. Mate, honestly, like, they're pure. Yeah, mate. They look mint in the bag as well, I was going to say. I was going to say, they look mega. Let me show you a video. I took a video today. I'm um, I'm looking forward to, obviously we're going to go to the range, I think, on Friday, so I'm looking forward to, um, I'm not hitting them, though. No. no, I'm sorry, you're not. No one's hitting these. But I, I... Look at them there. Ooh. Very nice. Very nice. So you can nice. see the three different models. Yeah. Question though, does this mean that um, my bag gets an upgrade? I'll say it, I'm not bothered. Cheeky bastard. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> well, so part of the intro, intro to Josh's new <laughs> bag. <laughs> yeah, on Friday you can pop them in and uh, see how they work. Yeah. See how they work on Friday. Um, now I'm, I'm interested interested to see you hit them because obviously you I did hit you... the Ricky iron, the Ricky Fowler irons well, mm. but they weren't forgiven enough were they like if it, they weren't if you hit, hit slightly off the middle they weren't going yeah, as far as it, probably these it were. was more like I don't like, I think up to 8 iron was great which is what I've sort mm. of similarly done now but then like 6, 5 and 4 they were just if you did off the middle great and actually they probably went a bit shorter than what these do off the middle because of the lofts are more traditional yeah. um, but anything off centre <laughs> but they were purely for content reasons though weren't yeah, they yeah like, and definitely turned a few heads when you whipped them out some yeah. gold Ricky fell out but the amount of hate that I got everyone was like oh Ricky can't even use them why are you using them yeah no um, I, and I was like yeah or no <laughs> um, so yeah I'm, I'm very excited to see how far they go I think I'll regain a few yards yeah. from my Ricky Fowlers and probably I'd, I'd say they'll probably be very similar to the, um, the Forge Tech yeah and um, Interesting to see on Friday. Now, chopper of the week. I don't think we have one. We do have one. Oh, yeah. We I do have one. I know what you're going to say. Um, hey, so, it's a stat that I found. It, don't it, blame me. <laughs> so, Alex did... Obviously, the research for this pod is... Who's, who's basically called me out on this? Someone's uh, listened. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, okay. Um, Dave. So, <laughs> Oi, Dave, Alex gave a deal. stat last week about how many balls went in the water at... Um, Sawgrass last year on the seventeenth. On the seventeenth, I did think it was low when I said. Right. So but now it was now, like fifty something. No, it was tw- so twenty nine is what you said, yeah. and because I, I guessed thirty. Yeah. Now I think it was day two. Was that twenty nine in one day? No, day two. Dave texted me and said something like, 
bloody hell, there was 16 yesterday and, and 17 today. They've already done more than more than last year. And obviously he's died. And then he's had a look at it and said, you realise that last year that 29 was round three or something like that. I was like, that's what ah, I said. Right. You mean, if you listen back to the pod, I said, Josh, how many balls are in the water in round three of the players last year? So it was 64 was the actual number. So you can have chop of the week for that for last week. Any any comment? No. No, fair enough. Um, no. Interesting. On, no, come back. On the balls going in the water on 17, before we move on to trash talk, I don't actually know the figure, but I was watching on Sunday and there were a few that went in the water off the tee and then in the water again from the on the wedge from the from the drop zone. The old we're going to talk about this later about them making the golf courses well a a ball that doesn't go as far because people are overpowering a golf course. But yet you've got one of the shortest par threes on tour minus the postage stamp and and Pebble Beach like um and it causes the most trouble. It's it's ridiculous. Like I'd love to play that one. Oh mate, I'd love to. Honestly, it's a bucket list for me. Do you know what what does it for me and what I think is amazing about that golf hole is if you stick a big bit of grass between the green and the tee it's, it's, easy. it's so easy well again you could argue the waste management is very very similar you've got a bit of grass between there but you've got a stadium of six, well, 30,000 yeah, yeah. people but like you do that at Sawgrass and it's like oh it's, it's a little flick and they, they play that shot so many times in a round did that you see Aaron Mai's hole in one by the way yeah I did yeah. me and my golf plastered all over three hole in one three hole in ones yeah um, yeah and yeah you, you take that bit of grass out put a load of water in all of a sudden it becomes pretend, arguably one of the hardest shots in golf like yeah, and I guess it's like trying to land it on like oh yeah concrete. and you, you've got the pressure as well you've got the pressure of because there is quite a big crowd there on that hole like they are it's not a stadium, but obviously it's like banked, isn't it, around the edge? And... Well, I don't. I know they can't because you've got the surrounding holes, but they should defo try and build like. Well, they could argue do it down the left hand side because that's something that I think plays into it. Is when you play up sixteen, yeah, it's on it. the right and you can see but it. But also on the final round, Scheffler watched. Was it? Who was it? It was Max Homer and was it Raimi in front of him. Yeah, and they both stuck it in the water. So then he so saw. He's, Obviously, he shit don't stick in the water. Exactly, yeah. So it's a mental game from halfway up the 16th. It, I guess it adds to like the theatrical value oh, of it. Massively. But also, if you put a big grandstand on the left and you make and you and I say a big one, you'd actually stop depending on the, the wind, wind direction. Yeah. It would maybe make the hole a little bit easier because you had the sort of like this buffer if the wind was off the left. Yeah. So maybe yeah. no, stick, stick the way it is. Oh, natural. Absolutely. So let's go on to tour trash talk then. Just speaking about Iron Rye though. Yes. Holding one. Holding one. I saw it, and he had me and my golf hat on. Yeah. Me and my golf logo. Fair yeah. play to him. Now, the reason why I say fair play, like, I think he still gets coached by them, but that is prime real estate for him. I don't know, obviously, if they pay for it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to loosely say they might not. Yeah. And I just can. Only reason I'm saying this because Aaron Ryan, one of the nicest guys you've ever met. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes, "No, you supported me. I'll support, I'll support you. you." Kind of thing. Because yeah. arguably he could have a hat deal. He could have a, well, I'm, a I'm gear sure, yeah. deal. And like... it's right. It's right on the chest. Yeah. So like the big, the left chest is like prime real estate, and middle of the hat is prime real estate. And yeah, yeah I just thought, you know what? That's really quite nice. It is nice. Yeah. It is nice. And fair play. It's a great hole in one. I'm not sure about the two it. the two winter gloves though. Or, they look like winter gloves. They're probably not. Mate, but... I'd play with winter gloves if I had a hole in one at Sawgrass. Well, yeah. Or guaranteed one. Fair. Um, so let's give a bit of a run through then. So Scotty Scheffler, the machine, the robot. I've no more words for him. The guy's a monster. Um, he won 
by five shots, shooting mm. seventy under par. I think he shot a three under final I mean, that's day. Serious commanding performance, mm. isn't it? The guy, the guy is an absolute joke. Like, I was speaking to to Dave on Monday about it, and um, or oh, and it was just like, where does how... he go from here, by the way? Exactly, like. And then we said this, uh, and I said I said this about Morikawa last year, like or two years ago. How he's that young and he's at that age where if he keeps going, he's not gonna. I'm not gonna put him in the same bracket as Tiger now. But mate, we're gonna go through what he's won in the last year and a bit, and it's like it's a joke. The guy just churns out results. Like seriously, we we spoke about John Rahm last week. His earnings being 35 million. He's not too far off. So he take he took home. Four and a half million dollars. So it's the biggest purse on the PJ Tour. Outside um, Elevate events. Yeah, bigger than Elevate events. Bigger event. than Elevate event. yeah. Jeez. So I think outside the majors. Yeah. But obviously... But I, don't, I only think you get 3.6 for winning the Masters. Only. Yeah. So that's, but that's <laughs> only like, in inverted bra commas here. <laughs> so that's like Elevator event money. This is over and above that. Um, where, no, why? Why? See, where I does that come know. from? I don't know where it comes from. Is there from. like a know. bigger sponsor that sponsors the players? Is there? Is there something different there? Like I know they call it like the fifth major, but yeah. like that's an obscene amount of money considering they've pitched these elevator events as the big money events. Well, that's live money. That's yeah. exactly what that is. Now, it's interesting question for you. Does this fit into the schedule next year of smaller fields, the players? Because for me, if they do that, I know it's not an elevator event now, but if they do yeah. that, it ruins the event to me. Yeah, I don't think it will because it's. I think it's called the players for a reason. Do you know what I mean? It's it's. There's obviously something there of it being for, for the, the players. players. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't see it. They, they don't. A, it's not an elevator event now. So why would they change it? Um, and B, it's so so good. Like, it's like you said. It's it's the unofficial fifth major, and along with the majors. It's probably the only. I watch a lot of golf. I watch a lot of Sundays. <laughs> At least one of us does. <laughs> <laughs> but I watch. I watch a lot of Sundays. Yeah, yeah. Where I actually watch a bit of Saturday. I watch a bit of Friday, and I watch a bit of Thursday. Well, I think my as with the Masters, the Masters party. I watch. Yeah, mate, one hundred percent. But as with the Masters, I watched it all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's that kind of thing. Um, but what this win does mean for Sheffler is he's now back to number one in the world. See what whoever wins out of them three each week, mate, just jostling for position, aren't they? Mate, like, literally. But but. Do you know what the mad thing is? I don't look at him and think superstar. Why? He just doesn't give off the. But you look at DJ. Is that part of his demeanor? I know yeah, usually about DJ. He's got that swag. That yeah. like I'm ready to play. Yeah. I'm here. But isn't that like refreshing? Hundred percent refreshing. Like, and I'm not saying this in a negative way, but you look at DJ, you think superstar. You look at Brooks Kepka, you think. Superstar. Yeah. Tiger Woods obviously got because he's Tiger Woods. Yeah. But like Rory McElroy has even got a bit of it about him. So you could say the same John Rock where where Scotty Scheffler yeah. is just the guy still drives the same Jeep Cherokee that he drove in uni. Well, here you go. I remember if you if you watched Full Swing, like you said something like, I'm a bit of a joker on the golf course, but as soon as I get to my golf ball, I'm like fully switched on or yeah. for want of a better word, like I'm fully in the shot. I don't know. I think it's a refreshing thing to see. Like, I think you've got these golfers now who, I'm going to use this word lightly, like, turn into a bit of prima donnas. Yeah. As in, like, oh, I'm, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. Yeah. He seems quite a refreshing oh, person. Like. Now, I want to talk about one thing here before we move on to the next point. I got absolute pelters for a video that I did on Monday. <laughs> and I want to explain this. So I found the article on Twitter. I then found the article that supported what I founded 
on uh, Golf Magic. Yeah. So for anybody out there that's saying, I made it up, I didn't. I was reacting and I wasn't pitching saying he was cheating. I was using quotes that I'd found. And I want to say right now, like my point of the video was that we have double standards. Yeah. If that was Patrick Reed that had done that and that video had been found, he would have been guilty till proven innocent. Now, I ain't a Patrick Reed fan, but my point being is, if that was Patrick Reed, that would have hit mainstream news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time, yeah. I, I, I didn't see it until you put the video up. Just defend... Breaking news here. Just defending myself there. So, guys, please don't unsubscribe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was wanted to... Yeah, I, I don't know. I just... Well, anyway, we'll move. We'll leave it there. Yeah. He clearly hasn't, but the point being, my point was there's sometimes double standards in golf, but that's nothing changed there with a game of golf, has it? Oh, yeah, that's true. So, well, we're going to skip a few steps and go back because we might as well continue talking about Scott Sheffer. So, this is flipping crazy, right? Over the last 392 days, so just over a year, he's won two Phoenix Opens to the Waste Management. Mm. He's won an Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. He's won a WGC match play. He's won the Masters and he's won the Players. And he's earned $35 million, including the PIP and FedEx. Tell you what, he's only turned up for the big events, hasn't he? Mate, yeah, no, but like, to churn them out. And he, like, we look at him last week. He didn't win last week, but he was up there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He was top tens. The guy is a machine, mate. And he's, what, 26? Honestly, I said it about Morikawa. I'm going to say it again. If he carries on like he does, he'll have a career grand, grand slam before we know it. I won't be surprised if he defends the Masters. And he's on that trajectory. I'm not saying he's going to be as good as say He's not going to beat Tech That's going to be almost impossible to do. But he's going to be near as damn it. He's going to be up there with Jack. So you, you, you really think he can be in majors? I don't see why not. I think that's a bold statement. But look at, I, I, no, but if you, I hate to say it. I mean, you said this about Morikawa and I poo-pooed it. I poo-poo it here. He ain't no chance, right? He's going to get anywhere near Tiger or Jack. For the simple fact that, look at look at Jordan Spieth. When he won those three majors in one year, I think it was, or mm. or in, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the space of this year, he won a lot. We were all like, he's going to do it. These guys can't sustain it like Tiger did. Well, These guys, it's too caveat. competitive. It's far too competitive. You can't have a bloody caveat. So you take it, so that's on that Here we go, look at the same. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, no, on no, that no, then, no, no. you said it's too competitive. So you've taken away from what Tiger achieved because no. it wasn't as competitive no, field because he was only against Phil Mickelson. You, you know who sounds like? Simon Jordan. I'm just saying. You're putting words in her mouth. That's what you said. My point being, Simon he Jordan. was far too good for the competition, Tiger. He was above and beyond everybody. Yeah. Whereas right now we have three to five golfers who are all at the same level, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I'm saying it's 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 not more competitive. It's almost like this Tiger was that much above everybody else. Yeah. Nobody could touch him. Yeah. So my point being is that he's obviously in a purple run of form the last three hundred and ninety-two days and a quarter, and <laughs> <laughs> but. I just don't see anybody ever getting close to Tiger or Jack. Just simple facts are ever, ever, because they can't sustain it. Well, they this, can't. This I'll, a... I will eat my sweaty slipper if he does that. Well, this was something that I, again, spoke with, spoke with Dave about. Was the thing for me is a the being able to sustain it, but b it only takes one small thing to change. Exactly. Like, for example, the ball changes. No, but not even that. I'm talking about in his personal life. Yeah, and it knocks him off. 
Do you know what I mean? It's it's going to be nigh impossible to not be affected by anything. But that's not taking away from what I said. I I watch this guy, and when he's there on a Sunday, yeah, no one's catching him. No one. When he's in that position, when he's within a shot or he's a shot clear, no one beats him. Yeah. Okay. I don't even think Rory beats him. Well, clearly, because Rory missed the bloody cut. Well, yeah, but that that's that's the one thing for me. I think if he can carry it on, like, mate, we've got... A, he's obviously a serious golfer. And do you know what I like? He's a good advocate of swing your swing as well. Yeah. He's got a different looking swing, but, mate... So unreal. I'm going to read you some of his stats here. So he's played 118 events. All in all, he's had eight wins. He's made 94 of 118 cuts. It's not bad. He's runner-up seven times. Third place finish five times. Top 10, this is very impressive, 42. And official prize money, just on the PJ Tour and the majors, 32,600,721 pounds. So, so bear, in, bear in mind... He's then got that on top of it. He, no, no. So that's all those... So, that, so he's earned a lot of this that, in the last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is in a serious run of form. And okay, so you do you fancy you mentioned something there before. He's gonna defend the Masters. Do you call is he your pick now? Why oh, here we go. Do you know what? I I want Rory McIlroy to win the Masters, but I can't you can't look past him. You can't you, mate, he tees it up can. on a Sunday where he is and he's there or thereabouts, mate. He is I've got a different pick. Go on. Well, no, we'll, we'll carry on. And since I was a very good pick from last week, so last week, Josh, who I feel like I... it's a bit early to be doing masters picks. It is, but I just want to say one thing. Who did I pick last week? You picked Tyrrell Hatton. Where did he finish? Second. Great, great final round. Great final nine holes, wasn't it? It was. He shot a twenty-nine. Yeah, but saying that, you didn't pick him to play. You picked him to win. So he didn't win. So it's not that good. Ah, I'll put each way on him. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, he shot a twenty-nine, which is a joke. What about nine? Something, something said. I think he was on to make 200,000 or something. Mm. And then he made 1.2? 2.7. Yeah. So that back nine made him two, yeah. uh, 2 million or something. It was something Ridiculous, absolutely mate. crazy. So and he came shot, back in 29, didn't he? The shot that he played out of the trees 18, on 18. To make a birdie. Ridiculous. It was like a low slice, not well, low fadey like, To punch, do that mate, With the that wall line, on the left as well. Mate, just to do that. With the, so if you're on the fairway... And you had to hit a low, slidey cut under a tree towards the water with probably a five iron or four iron is hard enough, mate. To do that off the pine straw or whatever it was, like bark. So that is like pine. Yeah, it only had to get like something in the way of the face, and it doesn't do what you want. It goes left, it goes right, whatever it is. It doesn't take a lot to do that. Yeah, and you know one thing I love about Till Hatton, he's he's a very relatable guy as a golfer. His reactions to bad shots are brilliant. Mm. Like, yes, he's got that. Anger, and we spoke about that before. Like first season of the podcast, we spoke about how it can he control it and things like that. Like he seems to be at a stage now where if he hits a bad shot, he's almost like making a joke of himself. Mm. Like the things he says that make a joke of himself. And honestly, he's another one, another player that there's no reason why if he hit, keeps his purple patch, Roy keeps his purple patch, John Rahm, we've got Hovland. From a European perspective for the Ryder Cup, I'm not going to say he's going to win a major, but from a European perspective for the Ryder Cup, that's what we need. Because I agree. I mean, it looks strong for Europe oh, right mate, now. Really strong. I mean, obviously, we know we know what America have got. 
majority of the top ten, but unreal, like unreal performance. And I'm going to say my I I have Max Homer as my pick because you said oh you can't pick Scotty Scheffler, who I probably would have picked, but anyway uh, I have Max Homer as my pick, and he made a surge on. Where did he finish? So I'm going to tell you now. Where with me? So on um, the Sunday he had a back round, a back round, a back nine. Back round, that's chopper the week. So right he finished <laughs> tied six. He had a three under round. Where did go on? Tell me where Patton finished there again. Yeah, second rate. Yeah, second, got a T next to that second. No, no, on his own. On his own, correct. Um, so if you want to listen to the picks, come to me, not Josh. Well, no, probably don't. <laughs> I still go back to the time when um, we were in college and you, you, you were asked about uh, who's any, any, any masters picks up for a bet. Any masters pick for a bet? Yeah, Adam Scott. Adam Scott missed the cup. Cheers. <laughs> it's not a bad call, is it? It's not a bad not call. Not a bad call. He's call. won it before, hasn't he? Just not the yeah, year I picked him. Yes. Um, so other bits of news before we talk about more money. Um, Ram withdraw withdrew on Friday, didn't he? Through illness, like what he was the illness, and he sort of more reports. Mm, I don't know. I think it was. I don't know. Ego. Ego. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh scathing. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, no idea, but there was a, a clip of him obviously speaking to Scheffler and, and McElroy on on the tee box, or just before they went to the tee box, um, and McElroy missing the cut. Now, I want to say something. This is on a big this. talking point, actually. I've been seeing a lot here. So first thing first, I've seen doesn't like the driver. Yeah, and I, re- I, re- I read a um, an article where he said he has to use the new driver. Yeah, and I don't know if he. Had, I don't think he was using his stealth last year. I think he was maybe using an older model. No, he did use, use stealth. Used, last year. Used the origin, obviously original, obviously original stealth. stealth. So he said basically, on for want of a better word, in this article that the stealth driver from last year was absolutely perfect, yeah. but he'd hit too many balls with it, and the face has become a bit too springy. Yeah. So he's had to go with a new model, but he just can't quite get it dialed in exactly the same. Now, one article read that he called it crap. He didn't call it crap. No. He said it's just not... He can't get it as good yeah. as the one he had last year. But surely... No, I get this. So, I'll give you an example, right? I, I'm going to use Caddy for Tom, yes, before you take the piss. I used to Caddy for Tom. Um, <laughs> he can't... You were. I could see it. I wasn't going to say it. It was, on, it was, on, the, it was on, your, on your lips there. I could see it. You were dying to say it. Where did you Caddy for him? Anyway, um, <laughs> so he had this three wood, and the reason why I mention it, he had this three wood, and he still had it now. So because uh, and, and a Twitter, an Instagram handle, put it up. I think it's Golf WRX Golf. Is w- it? It's not the Nike one. Is it the Nike one? No, 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 no. It's um, not WR. It was whatever it was. It was some Instagram account. Yeah. And it, it it's a tailor made burner. Yeah, yeah. That's and it's got like lead tape all over it. And the point being here is, once they once these top players get a club they like, and get a club that performs for them, it's very very hard to get out of the hands. Mm. I.e. Stenson's three wood. Yeah. Well, that, yes. That's... Because they know what it does. There's familiarity around it. Now I know it might sound like a bit prima donna, like oh, the same driver, they'll get it spec the same. Yes, okay, they'll get it spec the same. But put it this way, right? I've got sent two heads one year of the same driver. I kept the demo head because I prefer the demo head to the one I got sent. Yeah. Now, yeah. and th- th- this is very, very important for these guys. Think what think whole of Rory's game. It's very much associated around his driver. Mm-hmm. So if his driver's not performing, he doesn't perform. Yeah. So obviously, Mr. Cup, that's got to have a big thing to do with it. Obviously, driver. And I think probably, if we're honest, has maybe 60% of the reason why he missed the cup. But yeah. the other 40% is, I think he just needs to get back to playing golf. I agree. Honestly. And he said that himself. Well, yeah. I, the way I see it is, and I've written here is... Um, 
he, he made comments in there about just being a player and is the pressure now getting to him? So we've seen him be a spokesman, he's the face of the tour, he's the mouthpiece of the tour, he's also playing and winning the FedEx Cup. Is all that catching up? Yeah, 100%. I don't... thing is, though, I hate to say it, but more for him. He's the one that put himself forward to being on the player advisory council and being that flagship person and saying, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a stand against this. But who else does it? Yeah, but, 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 yeah, but why did it... he need him? Why can't the tour have just done it? Why can't they? had this last week, though, because the, the why look can't at the tour... They? You look at the tour... But why can't they? Because you look at the tour and look at okay, Jay so, Monaghan, whatever he's called. So each week, though, they have... Not each week, but every... Let's say every four tournaments. I don't quite know. They have a players' meeting. So yeah. players can choose whether to go to it or not. They don't have to go. Now, within that, on the DP World Tour, they have a player spokesperson who's not a player. They have a person that designated role. You're telling me there's not a person who can go around, stand on the range, anything you want to mention to the tour, going around asking these things, giving them feedback to Jay Monaghan or, or representatives, and then they come up with these ideas of elevate events, and then they do this, and then they talk about play meetings. It shouldn't be, in my opinion, down to a player to put themselves forward, to carry it forward. Now, I know why they're happy to have him, because it gives them clout. Yeah. If it's just a person who is on the wage list for PJ Tour and a member of staff, then so what? From from an outside looking in. But from an inside, they may already have a person like this. But I don't get why he has to be. Well, here's one of the reasons why I think it might be. Um, the last year has been unprecedented in golf. The situation that has occurred with Liv has never, ever happened before. Yeah. It was set in its ways. We had the PJ Tour. We had the European Tour. You either went through tour school. You did Corn Ferry Tour. We had the Asian Tour. That was it. Yeah, Sunshine Tour, things like that. The lower tours. Liv comes along, stirs it all up, right? The tour needed someone, like you said, clout, face, been around the tour for so long, and he's the best player in the world, or was the best player. Do you know what I mean? He won the FedEx Cup. I get, I get your point. So they, so they need him to be more than that because Jay Monaghan can't do that because no one follows Jay Monaghan, but people follow Rory McIlroy. Mm. So that's why they've done that. He's a leader, isn't he? So he's... he's in an individual sport. In a sport of individuals, he has stepped up and been nominated or put himself forward as the leader because of who he is, because he's Rory McIlroy. If Tiger was around... It would have been. He Tiger. wouldn't have done it. I tell it you, for, I tell you, he wouldn't have. I, it would. My opinion that he wouldn't, because he was selfish. Yeah, but now this is what I'm talking about. So, if Tiger was around last year, it would have been him. Oh, I'm okay. Sorry. You. So you're saying that? Not okay. Tiger in, in sorry, the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, I agree. Now, if Tiger was still playing yeah. and not playing as much, he would have taken on the role. I agree. But because but, Tiger was injured, because Tiger wasn't there. Rory yeah. had to do that because who else is going to do it? He's the next in line. But I'm going to say one thing right now to that. Tiger at Rory's age would not have done that. He'd have been too yeah. dialed in on what he was doing. But equally, and that comes uh, down to us, doesn't it? Equally, yeah, Tiger at Rory's age didn't have live. So it's easy. It's easy to say that, but someone had I to feel do like it. I'm sat across from Simon Jordan here. 
Good God. For anybody that doesn't listen from the UK, yeah. he is uh, a talk sport person who likes to add syllables and use big words. I'm not adding syllables. No, 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 you're not adding syllables. But if you say white, he says black. If you say yellow, he says No, but you purple. don't understand, understand my... Talk. I understand what you're Mate, saying. Jay Monaghan can't come out and be like, no, but we're going to do this. But it needs a face. But why, though? Why? I, I get that. Okay, I get right, that. Hit, let me, can let I give you another no, analogy? No, no. Can I give you another, can another, I, can one, I more, one more analogy? One more analogy. I'll let you go, then. When Pep Guardiola was at Barcelona, and this is the reason why Pep Guardiola left Barcelona, Right, because he was the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the manager. Yeah, but he was it's a the, team sport. He was. It doesn't matter. He does. The, no, it doesn't. Listen, he was the manager. He was a spokesperson. He was the cannon fodder for the media. He was everything. Mm. Yeah, he was. So much going on. Sam Pep. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why he left is because he just wanted to be be a coach. I.e., Rory now just wants to be a player because he's done that. Yeah. But there's times where that are unprecedented where someone needs to step up and that's what he did and, and I commend him for that because I do I do I do golf is now in a better place because of what he did okay, and because of Liv in my opinion y- y- I, I, it's, it's forced it to be and these 100%. guys on the PJ Tour are now rubbing hands together because they're getting paid a lot more money yeah. but my point being here you look at Liv Tour right their spokesperson did all their talking not their players why can't the tour, do the talk. I know you're going to say Greg Norman is is a big player and he is a big name. But that. but my point being is, why can't the tour do the talking for the tour? Because effectively, you're saying Roy McIlroy brings clout, but the P, the name of the PGA Tour should bring clout. Yeah, but it I didn't the, know who Jay Monaghan was until last year. It doesn't year. matter if it's Jay Monaghan or fucking Bob. Exactly, but that's, doesn't the, matter. Po- that's no, the point. No, but I'm saying is here, my point being is, the name of the PJ Tour should have a, have had enough clout to say, we have spoke to our members and this is what we're going to do now. I don't personally feel it's not fair on Rory to have to sit in a meeting and get bombarded about what's happening on the PJ Tour. It's an individual sport. The Tour should have done a better job of... I think the tour have used him, and he's been happy to do that personally. I think they could—they've been lazy and not done it themselves, which is a thing they've done over the last few years. Two things, and then we'll move on. Good God. Firstly, I think Greg Norman has been a bad thing for Liv. Look at how much stick he's got. I think if they had someone else, but Wait, I guess, who? but I don't know, but someone had to be the cannon fodder. So you're right yeah. in that, yeah. But it's Greg Norman. Yeah, but. N- it's Greg Norman. He's a face in golf. He's a name in golf. Yeah. The Shark. He's a name in golf. Yeah. The PJ Tour don't have that because their clout, the PJ Tour's clout, is the players. Yeah, but what no, I'm saying. No, no, The PJ Tour's clout is the players. Yeah, listen so you to what have, you just said. So someone has to L- step Listen up. to what you just said there. What did you. Is l- the players. Players. Yeah, but. You said plural, not the, player. Yeah, and that's fine, but. If you've got one week, you've got Roy McIlroy. The next week, you've got John Rahm. And then you've got bloody Bob that's just come on from the Corn Ferry Tour. No one's going to take him seriously. Yeah, but, but my point being, I'm not talking about the players representing the tour. The tour should represent the players. The, the players are effectively self-employed people. Let me give you an analogy before we move on. I've got one more one more thing before you give me an analogy. Interrupted. The other thing I wanted to say, and it's he's just, point, it's by just the way, come back to he's me. pointing his finger furiously. <laughs> the other thing I want to say is just come back to me is the the reason the other reason why I think it's been so player focused is because Liv's thing, mm. Liv's big thing was it's about the players. We play less time because it's about the players. The players are gonna earn more money and play so less because it's about the players. The PR now 
PJ Tour have gone, well, hold on, we've got the player council. We've got Rory, who's head of the players' council. We've got this, we've got that. It's all about the players. The players are coming up with these ideas. That's my opinion. Okay, so my point, I agree with your opinion, but my point being that, okay, I'm a self-employed joiner. Are you? No, I'm not, but oh. my point being, so, and I get employed by, Josh, you're the big contractor. Yes. Right? You run the job. You're sending me in to do the job, but you run the job. Yeah. Am I talking to the customer or are you? You are, because you are the person who's organising the job. Well, it depends. If you cock it up, I'm sending you back in. Yeah, but I'm not cocking it up. I'm a good joiner. Uh, <laughs> so do you know what I mean? I do see what you mean, but I think in this situation, that's they've A, spun it from a PR perspective, players, players, players. B, they needed a face and he was a good face. Right, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, so let's talk big money, which obviously we had on live, but let's talk, this is some of the biggest checks these players have earned well, in is, their career. It is the biggest for these oh, four players. the biggest. Okay, so let's go in reverse order. Justin Schur. Sue, I'd Sue, say. Sue, sorry, Sue. my pronunciation. 737,000. Wow. This surprised me. Hovland, 1.5 million. I thought he'd maybe, because he's won, I thought he might have won more than that. As in, this is from Golf, Golf Digest. Got this yeah, show. no, no, I'm saying like, yeah. a, maybe an event that he won 1.3 or yeah. something. Uh, Hatton, now this doesn't surprise me. 2.7. Woohoo! No. For coming second. Second. And then Scheffler, 4.5. I mean, that. You, like we just said at the start, like you're gonna you're gonna be hard to find any major or live it. event or yeah. elevator event that pays that much first price. Yeah, and did we always say that about the? Did I always say that about Sheffield and Tiger and no. Jack? So yes, we did. Yeah, did we did. Yeah. Well, we'll leave it there. I then. poo pooed it. That's what I did. No, we said about no. We said about him becoming the, the only the third player to hold the players and the masters. Oh no, he didn't. So there you go. That puts him in the same bracket as Jack and Tiger in that. That's in time will be. <laughs> so let's move on to Tech Talk because there's a few things I want to talk about about Bryson DeChambeau because we haven't spoke about him in a while. No. First thing, before we go on to the ball, first thing, he put out a video about his new clubs. Have you seen what he's gaming now? No. Stealth Driver, mm-hmm. um, Ping Irons, all one length. So he's still with the one length, but he's got ping eyes. I've heard this, and ping have said they're not going to make any of them so for general use, aren't they? They're just yeah, going to just, just for him to him. use. Um, and that's it, really. That's a poor thing from ping. Why don't they just make them? Well, you'd think you'd jump on the bandwagon, wouldn't you? But Because all the people who went to Cobra because of Bryson would, do the same. would probably leave Cobra to go to ping yeah. because of Bryson. Yeah. Hundred um, percent, but he's also Bryson. That that was it. I wanted to say about that because obviously we spoke about it previously about his club. So just keep me up to date. But he has had his say, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, so let's just give an overview. So essentially, the RNA and the USJ for the last few years have been talking about reining the ball back in. Bification. So essentially, rolling it back. Now, also Justin Thomas has had someone saying this as well. Yes. Um, so essentially, their idea is that. They're worried and they're trying to protect the game of golf because the bigger players are <clears throat> excuse me, overpowering golf courses to the fact that they've had to lengthen holes at Augusta. Yeah. And some of the courses that they've been using on tour, if it keeps going the way it's going, will become obsolete. Now they propose a five percent rollback on the ball. So what that means if if JT hits it three hundred yards, he hits it about two hundred and eighty five. So yeah. And the thing is, though, it's here, hard here. 15 yards might not sound like a lot, but that's one club. But also, what's not a lot and what is a lot, is it's hard, isn't it? You do yeah. too much, it makes it too hard, and too little, it makes it yeah. not hard enough. Now, the wording's very strange in this, Josh, and I'll tell you why. So it says, 
And it's optional, I'm going to add. This is an optional thing, potentially, for tours. Optional, yeah? Right. And it's for the elite player. Does yes. it say pro? So, one, they've got to hope the PJ Tour and the DP will take it on. Yeah. And then they've got to also hope the NCAA does as well, in my opinion, because that's a feeder into both. That's yeah. where the top players, amateurs, will play. Now, elite player... Where does this stand? So it's under like the modern rule. So your golf club could take it on and say, yeah, we're doing that. Well, no, no, I I read somewhere. Oh, sorry, not for amateurs. So, but yeah. what I mean is for, um, let's say your amateur event could take it on. Yeah. So um, let's, for example, British amateur could take it on. Yeah. Uh, English amateur doesn't have to take it on. So what golf ball like do you use? a local rule. It's a local rule. Now, the thing is, uh, the elite amateur, it's a weird thing. There's a blurred line here because uh, technically, if you're a scratch golfer at your golf club, you're an elite amateur. Yeah. So if you're a scratch golfer, you can enter the Open. You can enter US Open qualifying. So if you've been playing for 12 months of the year with your normal golf ball, and then you go and enter Open qualifying, you've got amateurs and professionals playing in the same event. What happens there? Yeah. Because do they have to go and change ball? Well, I'm not playing with that ball. I, all these things, and this is where I think it's very, very hard and very blurred lines. And I, I honestly think they're playing with something, and Titleist have come out and said this, they're trying to find a problem to a solution. Yeah. And I, I don't... I get it from one aspect, but also it's a skill to hit it a long way. 100%. It's not necessarily just the golf ball. It's not necessarily 100%. just the driver. It's the technique, the body, the biomechanics, the Strength. research that's gone into it and said, right, okay, you need to get stronger in your glutes, stronger in whatever it is. Yeah, the work that, that goes the into it. The work that, that goes well. into it. When Tiger was in it far, there wasn't the access to gyms and stuff like this. It wasn't athletes playing golf before Tiger. Now athletes play golf. Yeah. I.e. in football, footballers are now picked based on their athleticism and then their football skills. Because if they're a good athlete, we can make them into a footballer. You're right, and and I think Tiger Sorry, was a bit of a rant there. no. You're right. Tiger was obviously the, the the changing of the guard, wasn't he? Like you look at these guys now, and they're freaks. Yeah. They're absolutely freaks. But I think it's extremely unfair. I think it's extremely unfair on, on those. It's only punishing those that aren't that long. But we spoke about uh, that are, that are long sorry, But we spoke about this last year, year before when Bryson started it. In it, as far as he, he does. People were complaining about not being able to keep up. But then look, guess what? Matt Fitzpatrick, who was one of them. Went and worked on exactly. speed, went and worked on power. Now look at him. Exactly. I honestly think that this is unnecessary. I think golf is entertaining, regardless of... Because for, for a number of reasons, people still hit it far, unreal to watch. How they control the ball, how hard they hit it. Wedge play, unreal. Putting, unreal. Do you know what I mean? There's still holes out there when they're hitting long irons into them. There is. Of course yeah. there is. And like I think it's it's like you said, it, they're trying to find a problem for a solution. But equally I also saw that this is just a like putting a plaster over it or if you're in America a band aid. Because in the next five, ten years, the driver gets better and better and then you're back to square one again. I honestly think it's ridiculous. Okay, so let's read a few of these reactions. So Justin Thomas said, My reaction to this was disappointed and also not surprised, to be honest. I think the USGA over the years has, in my eyes, it's harsh, but made some pretty selfish decisions. They definitely, in my mind, have done a lot of things that aren't for the betterment of the game, although they claim it. You're trying to create a solution for a problem that doesn't exist to me. It's bad for the game of golf. Okay, now it's... 
that I would say I wasn't surprised that Bryson said this, but then to see JT come out as well sort of backs him up yeah. because everybody would go, oh, Bryson said it. Well, of course he does. He's built his whole game around it. But to have other players yeah. say it as well. Now, this is what Bryson said. So it's great. It's a great handicap for us guys that have worked really hard, like you said, Josh, to hit it along, hit it farther. Look, look, if they do it in the way where it affects the top end, I don't see it as rational. But I think that most atrocious thing... Oh, God, I can't read. Can you read? Yeah, of course I can read. It's too small for me. Um, also, I can't read. Very dyslexic here. But I think it's the most atrocious God, thing that... that was painful to listen to, wasn't it, everybody? I really do apologise. Just start this one again. <laughs> so, this it, is what Bryson said. It's a great handicap for us guys that have worked really hard to learn how to hit it farther. Look, if they do it in a way where it only affects the top end, I see, I see the rationale. But I think it's the most atrocious thing that you could possibly do to the game of golf. It's not about rolling back goal rolling golf balls back it's about making golf courses more difficult i think it's the most unimaginative uninspiring game cutting thing they could do and i think i agree with him thank I think you for reading that josh it's not a problem <laughs> i think i can agree with him but do you know where i think all this stems from all this stems from him winning the us open because the big talk about that that event yeah, was him oh yeah well you can hit it long but the rough's dead thick but guess what he just hit it long and wedged it out of the rough yeah. and but that's it's almost taken away that skill from him. Mm. It's an unbelievable thing that he can do and that Rory can do and that John Rahm can do and Scott Sheff can do. These guys are all long. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Tiger Woods is long, even now. JT is long. Even now. Max Homer. Guys that aren't necessarily big, muscly guys are long. Mm. It's the game of golf. We want to see people hit the ball a long way I agree. and equally be as technically good as they are with the wedges. I tell you one thing, Liv Tour won't be taking it, and they'll, they'll have they'll have ball speed on every single 100%. thing. Hundred <laughs> percent, they will capitalise on this. But then that's gonna that's gonna have a negative effect on their players when it comes to majors if the majors take it on because the US Open will have it, the Open will have it. Um, outside, that's the thing though. If those two events have it, and the other the PGA t- Championship will have it. So let's say the three majors have it, Masters don't decide to take it. Okay, because it's the local rule, yeah. and the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour decide not to have it. You're gonna have four, three events a year. Well, you have it. Yeah. But I think for these guys as well, it'll just be, we'll just play with the ball for three weeks. It won't matter to them. They'll be fine. But my point being is it's very, very odd. The beauty of the game of golf, whenever we tee up, whenever we're playing, we play the same game the pros play. And as soon as you change the ball, the game becomes a different game. Yeah. It, 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 you, you're taking away the beauty of because think about this right why do you have a handicap in the game of golf your handicap is made sure that if I'm off scratch and I'm playing with my new mate who's just started they've got a 25 handicap we can still have a good game yeah. now if I'm an elite golfer that has to use the other ball my mate is 25 then I'm handicapped more than him Yeah. yeah. so I, I think this this I get why they're trying to do something they think it's going to save golf but I my opinion on this is I don't think it's a good thing and the other thing as well is, I don't think right now golf needs saving. To be honest, I think Roy McIlroy saved golf. I think it just needs to just, <laughs> everything needs to settle down and just Do get back mean? into watching good golf. And I think the Masters is a good time of year. I mean, these won't come in until 2026, I mean, I read, like but that, yeah. still, too soon. Don't that happening at all. Okay, guys, time for tip of the week. Tip of the week. What have you got for us this week? need like a little theme tune. Our in-house pro. In-house pro, tip of the week. Oh, oh, as he prepared one. He's thinking, I can see the cogs whirring. Oh, come on. Go on. I actually did this today, actually. So pitching, like when you're hitting a 50-yard pitch, people find it easy to hit a full one, 
But that half one's hard, isn't it? That half swing. Yeah. People think it's a bit rushed. Now, I want you to try this. Get your feet and your stance around two club widths apart and just look at your feet now as you listen to this pod. If you're still on the tube or wherever you're listening, turn your trail foot in. So right foot for right foot. Two club heads Two club apart. Yeah. Turn your right foot inwards. Point your right big toe towards your big toe on your left foot for a right-hander, opposite for a left-hander. Now, what this will do is it will lock in your right hip and it will stop the hips turning too much and make your backswing shorter. So turning your right toe. Yes, you heard me right. Oh. Right toe. A little bit of a hack. I mean, one of my... It's normally I'd open the left. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, and this is a great way to sort of stop excessive hip turn on the pitch shots. One of my uh, first ever coaches taught me that. Can I do that when I'm putting? Wait, you stop my knees going. Crying out loud, you just put your legs in a vice. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening to this week's pod. As we keep saying, please do pass on the pod. And we should have said much earlier, but we forgot to say this. This podcast is sponsored by Scottsdale Golf. Um, so you can get same day custom fit and to visit our website it's scottsdalegolf.co.uk um, guys thanks so much for the support the numbers have been great the last few weeks they so have. really do appreciate keep all your support keep sharing keep sharing